Feel like the everyday chaos is getting to be too much? Head on over to winninggym.com slash BAP and we can help you there. Join our eight-week ProFit Business Accelerator program for quick wins for your gym. Check it out. You deserve it. Now back to the show. You are listening to the Built to Grow podcast, delivering the knowledge in all things fitness business. We help gym owners win. Here are your hosts, Tim Lyons and Randy Exton. All right. Welcome back to the Built to Grow podcast. I'm your host, Tim Lyons, and in studio today, as always, Randy, the debutante of determination, Angston. Ooh. <laughs> and another, another special guest. Who, For those of us on YouTube. Yeah. Yeah, we could see. You can see, hey, if you haven't joined our YouTube channel, go ahead and click subscribe. You'll be a uh, subscriber 27. <laughs> the Built to Grow podcast on YouTube. But special guest today, excited to see this guy. He's been driving across country and he's gone, what, 3,000 plus miles? 4,000 miles. 4,000 nice. miles just to be on this show, by yeah. the way. There's no other reason. <laughs> just to see this guy. Mike Fallett of Dream Starters Publishing. How are you doing today? Good, man. Thanks so much for having me. When you even offered me to come out and see the studio, I didn't even know I'd be on the podcast. And <laughs> here we are. Had to bring the belt and obviously your books here. Yes. Great. So for those of you who don't know, you know, Mike was the guy who I hired to help me write the book, Built to Grow. And within a matter of like 30, 45 days, we had from start to finish, this thing was on Amazon and knocked out fresh. Yeah. It's it, good. And you were a little bit concerned with the process in the very beginning. You know, you were worried about your time and yep. you're an entrepreneur. You got a million things going on. And one of the reasons I started this company was to make it easy for any entrepreneur out there to bring their stories to life in a book so they can elevate their brand and get their story out into yep. the right hands. Yeah. And we're going to talk all about how to leverage a book for gym owners, but right. I want to talk about this belt you got here. Yeah. <laughs> for, for those of you on uh, iTunes, you're not seeing this, but uh, he's got this WWF red belt says zero to hero on it. Oh, yeah. Tell me about this belt. Yeah. So my brand is, it all started with a phrase called started from zero. Okay. Who are you? Well, I built a company and I started from zero. That caught on. And so people are like, wow, I, I like that phrase. Nice. I started from zero also. And then I started thinking to myself, well, I can't just talk about my past. I got to talk about where I'm going. And okay. it's not just about me. It's about the brand. And I think that with a book and with a business, you can go from zero, no clients, no money, no connections, nothing, mm -hmm. to the hero of your own story, so to speak. And that's why I created The Belt, which became this eye candy in addition to some other things I put on Instagram. But yep. this is what helped us show what we're trying to do. It's not just about writing a book and saying you have a book. It's about being the author and the crafter of your destiny. And, okay. a, and a belt is sort of a symbol of success and winning and achieving that yep. hero status. Yeah, you won the belt, right? So you cool. won the belt. You got man. it. So tell me about <laughs> tell me about this story. Where did you start from? What's the idea of you driving cross country right now? Well, it's the Jeep Across America tour. And I think about all the bucket list items that I've always wanted to accomplish. I wrote I wrote a list out when I think I think I was probably twenty three years old when I first started a business. Okay. I'm 35 now. Okay. Just turned 35 nice. on Thursday. August 10th. Thank Happy you very Leo. much. So I'm a Leo. Any Leos out there, I'll give you a discount. <laughs> so, you heard it here first. <laughs> but what I want to do is start to, I say this phrase over and over, start a business, write a book, live an interesting life. And if I'm not living an interesting life and doing the cool things yeah. off on my bucket list, mm -hmm. then how could I say it to someone? That's true. And one of the things I needed to do before I die 
is to drive across country. Sweet. And I love my Jeep and I love my motorcycle. I said, now's the time. I have perfect amount of time at the end of the summer. I'll see some of my clients going to a bachelor party. If there's any time, I can do it right now. Perfect timing. And here we are. So where'd you start from? Beautiful. Where you drive? Like, tell me all the stops. Yeah. So Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. That's where I was born. This okay. is where it all began. So I drove to Columbus, Ohio to see a client named Matt Nickel. Okay. He owns a lighting company. You ever think of like professional lighters out there? This guy wrote a book based off of his lighting experience. Huh. He's a military veteran and all that, telling his stories, combining how he became okay. a businessman. Met him in Columbus, Ohio. Cruised up to Iowa. Have you guys ever been to Iowa? Never. I grew up in Illinois. I've seen too much of Iowa. Oh, seven hours of nothing <laughs> of but no corn. corn <laughs> and one, one set of headlights, and all of a sudden you're like, well, uh, there's uh, where the corn is. Where does from. it go? Where did it go? Yeah. Okay, so nothing in Iowa. Yeah. Nope. You get to South Dakota, and it just becomes, oh my God. I went to South Dakota to see Mount Rushmore. Mount Rushmore. Nice. Okay. I learned all about Gutston Borglob. Anybody out there who's a historian buff, <laughs> this man's a, he's just a crazy entrepreneur who's the one that put Mount Rushmore on the map. Mm hmm. And if you learn about his history, it's fascinating. So nice. okay. learn about entrepreneurs, the struggles, get to know these people. I went to see Mount Rushmore, went to Billings, Montana to see another potential client of mine. Okay. Then I cruised down into Yellowstone National Park, Sweet. camped out in Gorgeous. the woods, freezing cold, riding around in the motorcycle in, those, in a pouring rain. It doesn't matter. I'm there for one day. Okay. And then, so I get out of that and I go right to, what was my next stop? Oh, Reno, Nevada. Okay. 14 mm -hmm. hour drive that day. I woke up at four in the morning. Let me tell you a quick little story in Yellowstone National Park. I wake up at four in the morning. It's pitch dark. I get on this dark road. It's nothing but gravel and, and dirt for 50 miles. I don't see a car uh -huh. for 35, 40 miles. I'm wow. in the middle of the woods. Tom Petty's learning to fly comes on. <laughs> I start to cry. It feels so amazing. Oh, very nice. cool. Yeah, good moment. Okay. So I go to Reno, Nevada. Stay there for a night. I met up with an entrepreneur buddy of mine. And then I went right to San Jose to see another client. And she has a, I don't know when this is going to be coming out, but she's investing in a robot-driven hamburger joint. I can, I can see it. I can sure. see so it. I can oh, yeah. it. Automated burgers. So Think about how cool that is. So the $15 an hour minimum wage is Gone. right out the window. <laughs> Do the burgers look like the items on the menu, though? That's like the biggest thing. I would right? assume <laughs> Let's so. Hope it's so. a robot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's what I mean. Maybe we could finally get that expectation <laughs> we were all been looking for. Yeah. One of the really successful guys I just met, he's like, he always says, humans make mistakes, AI doesn't. So hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully. Okay. <laughs> all right. So I'm in San Jose, and then I get up yesterday, and then I cruise to Hollywood. I stayed in Hollywood last night. Well, went to Hollywood, and then went to Long Beach. Got up in Long Beach and came right here today. Wow. Nice. So this is day eight. On the road, day eight. Day eight. This here is we super cool. It's a so quick you're, journey. You're really championing the entrepreneur. You keep saying entrepreneur because it really, you got the lighting guy, you got the robot burger lady. Yep. You got a gym owner coaching me, which is totally all three different entrepreneurs. Totally. And But they all have similar aspirations. Mm -hmm. The entrepreneur struggles all pretty much the same. Sure. Think about the doubt. Think about the rejection. Think about... Your journey, every you're the outsider. Yeah. You're building something that nobody else can see, but you can. You treat yourself as where you're going. Everybody treats you where you were. Yeah. It's the same type of stuff. Yeah. And this podcast is really for gym owners, which are all true entrepreneurs. And we categorize entrepreneurs as the global phrase, but we've got a kind of, kind of something we talk about, Rob Kiyosaki. Robert Kiyosaki. Oh, love yeah. Him. Yep. Yeah, it's cash flow quadrant. So the employee, the self-employed business owner. So our mission here is to help gym owners become either self-employed mm -hmm. if they're coming from another job into becoming a gym owner or to business owner, Very nice. which is the ultimate goal, I feel, uh, to kind of get get out of the systems of the gym and like get out of the day-to-day -day and just kind of work on the gym. So cool, man. So we're on a similar mission. You're here to help entrepreneurs win. We're here to help gym owners win. 
obviously I hired you to build, to do my book, Built to Grow. And it's been nothing but like a straight shot to the moon on how that thing's benefited me personally. Well, let's talk a little bit about, you got gym owners. How can a gym owner, like in a local market, leverage or even benefit from having a book? Anybody, no matter what profession you're in, anybody's going to benefit by having a book. But if you are in gym ownership or if you're a fitness trainer, these are many, many people I work with are these type of people. And when you learn about sales and marketing, one of the keys to success I found out is telling your backstory. So if you are a gym owner or if you are in just fitness training, you have to differentiate yourself. And the only way to do that is to relay the information of who you are and where you came from. And if you can put that into a book, which is a trophy, by the way, like a belt, it's a trophy that shows that you're more committed than the next person. So as a business owner, as a fitness trainer, as a gym owner, whatever it is, if you show you're more committed, if you have a likable story that's relatable, mm-hmm. and if you have the ability to maybe use your story as your competitive advantage day in and day out, you are going to make more connections with other potential clients of yours. That's how you get people to fall in love with you and your brand. And then they could go to any gym, but they're going to go to your gym because they love who you are and where you came from. And a book helps you showcase that. And then the the bonus of it is by putting into a book, you're able to evaluate, are you as interesting and as exciting as you <laughs> think you are? <laughs> Uh-oh. And now by its the physical form, guess what it does? It forces you to level up. Everything you do becomes a next chapter. And so- wow, I could write about this journey I'm on, this Jeep across America. Oh, if I go here, I could do this. I could write about that. So everything becomes an asset. Very cool. Mm-hmm. There's nothing, yeah, it's an absolute, I would say if you're a gym owner, you should look at doing a book. Like you said, my dad, he pushed me to do a book for about three years. Wow. And I finally saw you on Facebook or Instagram or something. I reached out to him like, it's time. And within, like I said, 45 days, we had this thing from interview to written book. And one of the biggest hesitations I had is like, man, I am so busy. How am I going to get this book written? And then when you told me how you do it, it's like, perfect. This is a great fit for me. So anybody that's super busy, listen to how he does these books. Yeah. So I started this business because a book changed my life. Nobody was giving me any attention, speaking gigs, credibility online. I wrote a book that changed my life. Mm. And then I thought to myself, man, if I would have just had a book in the very beginning, holy smokes, it could have saved me time and energy. Yeah. But how do I make it easy for someone to go from nothing or they're so crazily, crazy busy with their business? How do I turn that that passion of theirs in business and, and bring it to life in a book? Well, I could streamline the interview and I could streamline the ghostwriting process. Believe it or not, there are writers everywhere in the world mm-hmm. who are just great at writing, but they're not good at interviewing. They're not good at talking to people. They don't understand business. They love to write. So what I did was I started to interview entrepreneurs in two hours one day, two hours another day. And I would ask them, what do you want to teach your audience in this book? And they would say this, and you've, you got to have vision. You got to have, keep things simple. You got to understand demand, whatever it is to grow your business. Mm-hmm. And then I would say, well, how did you learn those lessons? Mm-hmm. And it was just that easy. You teach me those lessons and tell me a story. That two hours one it. day and two hours another day. And I keep you on this train track, this guide rail the whole way through. And I say, okay, well, Tim, we have enough content for this. Move on to chapter two. What do you want to teach? Oh, I want to talk, talk about this lead generation for your business. Great. What does it mean to you? How did you learn this lesson? You just have a conversation. And after four hours, 
guess what? The author's job is almost done. That content is, is packaged up in a video format. This is all done via Zoom. Yep. I'm sure all your clients are very familiar with Zoom, which is way better than Skype if you're using Skype. You should be ashamed <laughs> of yourself. Switch to Zoom. <laughs> a little plug. So, uh, yeah. And so I take this content, I send it to our writer, and I meet with my writer, five main writers. They're all women. I hate to tell everybody, but women are better writers than men. <laughs> Fine. Sharon Lecter wrote. Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Yep. And oh, we're, yeah. ba- we're rich Robert Kiyosaki fans. So mm-hmm. if you look at Sharon Lecter. We met her last year. Yeah, we did. I thought at that. the Meltdown. Mm-hmm. Great woman. Great. Yeah. She's very yep. smart. And extremely, you want to talk about entrepreneurial driven. Wow. I mean, like, yep. insane. Somebody commented on my wall and I was like, yeah, it was ghostwritten by Sharon Lecter. And somebody tagged Sharon Lecter and Sharon Lecter got on like, no, co-authored. <laughs> co-authored. <laughs> let's get this right here. Let's, <laughs> let's, let's be honest. But yeah, so I take that content. I meet with my writer and I say, here's where we're going. Now, you know, during the interview. I'm actually talking to the writer every once in a while. I'll say, hey, Sarah, take note of this. Bring this to life. So I kind of guide her throughout the interview. Yeah, it's great. And yeah, what did you think of that, by the way? It was awesome because I did a testimonial for you, but it did you exactly. You led me into the conversation. You asked me the right questions. And I just spilled my guts out. And you took all that content and turned it into a a damn book. That's a bit, uh, Amazon bestseller. When, when he says he was like dreading this idea, like being yeah. with him every day, he's like, I got to do, I got to write this damn book. <laughs> like, I got to do, I got to do this damn book. He's like, I don't know. When the hell am I going to do this? Like, I got to do this damn book. Yeah. But no, then, like he said, then the next thing you know, he's like, oh, the book's done. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> what? Awesome. Yeah. Outsource your weaknesses. Oh yeah. We're big proponents for that. Yeah. And it was great. So, so if you're listening to this and you're a gym owner, okay. Telling your story, having people relate to you, that seems to be the main focus of what we did with the book and what you're trying to tell people. And yeah, it was so simple. I got on these two interviews and knocked it out. We might've met one more time. Then we had some edits back and forth. And I'm, I want to touch on that. Yeah. So people think it's like done after the interview and it's written. No, it's like a painting that we created from a four hour conversation. Now it's time for you. Once it's written 25 days, somewhere in there, we send it back to you. Now it's up to your discretion to change words. I don't say I go to the top of the mountain. I go to the peak of the mountain. Ooh, got to change that word. You know what? This conversation I had with my dad, I want to put a few more adjectives in there. Now you tweak it and really make it yours. So it is your work. It's your stories, your lessons, just brought to life professionally, if efficiently. Yes. And then you tweak it. So it's done. We give you cover designs. You pick t- from 20 or 30. I probably sent you 50. Yeah. Well, that was the very first one. Oh, this, yes. We <laughs> it was the very first one. And then we picked it. There it is, guys. Yeah. <laughs> there it is. Great cover. And obviously the Built to Grow podcast came from that name, Built to Grow. Mm -hmm. Yes. Now, I think you had the title idea or was it, how do we get- I don't remember. But that Built to Grow, I think what happens was with most of my clients, they don't have the exact title in mind. So after the interview, I usually come together with my writers and I say, here's some ideas. Here's some suggestions. Very simple. You don't want to overcomplicate the process. It's a how-to or a guidebook, how to grow your business, how to get healthier, how to lose weight or the ultimate guide to business development, whatever it is. And then you keep it simple. And there's magic behind three words in a title. Mm-hmm. So we try to guide that. Whether you came up with it, it does It does basically just keep things simple and what simple gets done and simple is understood much easier. So that's what we try to help out yep. with, with titles. So now I'm thinking, okay, gym owner, you can create a book and use it as a lead generation tool for just give it away. I mean, I, I yeah. know a lot of people, you might have the stats on this, think authors make millions of dollars writing books or whatever, <laughs> tens of thousands or nickels. Newsflash, guys. <laughs> yeah, but, the, but the key is I never ever planned on making a cent on the book itself, but it was always a lead generation tool to get my story out as quick as possible. So what, what are your thoughts on, on that? You have the right mentality. So if you are out there and you're thinking about writing a book, don't have the small mentality of 
oh, let me put on Amazon and let's sell it. Because what's going to happen is you might have that roller coaster feel of sales at first and then it drops off. But Amazon's going to keep roughly 40, 50% anyway. The real money's made on the back end. You know how many clients you need per month. You need, you already know how many leads you need. The book used properly is like a chess piece and you can move it in directions to get on podcasts, to get leads, to get people to sign up for a free class, to get them into your store, to do some type of consultation. If you use it properly, it'll yield a hundred times more on the back end. Back end. Yep. Well, let's talk about that real quick because this is, it's in alignment with a lot of the things that we discuss as far as content and delivering content. This is again, a content piece, just like this podcast, just like video content on Instagram or a Facebook page. What that does for you as far as credibility in your marketplace, right? For a local gym owner or for a local brick and mortar business owner, you're building that like trust and respect factor ahead of somebody knowing your story personally delivered by you. Like this is the opportunity for you to get that in their hands and have that conversation. So like you said, in the back end, the service that you really want them to be purchasing, they can relate to you. Like we talked about a little bit about this before we get on. These individuals can relate to you because of your personal story. You mentioned a couple of things like if you're a dog owner or like things that are completely irrelevant to the actual service that you're doing, mm -hmm. but it makes you as the individual relatable. You're real. People like you because of the qualities you bring to the table. Something that we're big proponents of is people buy from an individual. Yeah. They don't buy your brand necessarily. Well said. People don't buy from business. They buy, they from, buy people. from people. And this is a great way of getting that done in a way that puts you as the individual in the forefront as opposed to the brand. The brand comes after the fact, but you're creating your personal brand and that name and the association in that individual's eyes. And that's what we try to do with our content on video and Facebook and things like that. And so uh, it is. It's just another yeah. one of those areas and probably one of the most effective ways of doing it. 100%. And yeah. delivering that to your marketplace. I think everyone, whether it's you're a buyer or you're actually a business owner, you have a mental checklist. And that mental checklist of who you're going to do business with, it could be different from your neighbors, but everyone has it. Sure. And it could be, is this person committed? How long have they been in business? What do they look like? What's the business look like? Are they differentiating themselves with different things like books and podcasts and videos? How committed are they? If you can cross off as many of those boxes as possible, yeah. a book does that. And that's one extra piece. Is it the end all be all? Of course not, because you need to do many different things. But it is one piece to showing that you are different, that you care about your business. And who doesn't want to buy from someone who's passionate about their own business? Yeah. And yeah. by having a book means you're proud of your story. Years ago, I had this whole thing where any woman who joined up and became a client, I would send them free pairs of shoes. It was a Steve Madden pumps. Mm -hmm. And my, my philosophy was your story is like the most attractive piece about you. And if you share with the world and you use it that way as like a hot pair of Steve Madden pumps or whatever, <laughs> people are going to look at you differently and they're not going to look at you as a business owner. They're going to look at you as a person sure. and maybe as a leader because nice. you are an expert, a credible expert because you put it out there. I didn't get any Steve Madden. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was way past it. Yeah, yeah, Dang, I, did, I missed out on this. We did the tattoo thing. You didn't do the tattoo We got to scroll. Yet. If we could zoom out, Tim is absolutely <laughs> wearing those Steve Madden pumps right now. Don't let him fool you. <laughs> yeah. Nice. So by the way, guys, if you're interested in picking up my book that Mike helped me write, Built to Grow, it's timlyonsbook.com. You can pick that up. It's a free book. We just got to pay for shipping and there may be some upsells. <laughs> <laughs> there may be some upsells. By the way, what you're doing is yep. exactly what everyone should be doing. Yeah, why not? Like, what good is that book doing if it's sitting on my shelf? Let's get it into as many people in those hands as possible. Right? Well, you probably will meet other podcasters out there that say, man, I love your show. Thanks for listening. What's your address? I'll ship you another, I'll ship you a book. Yeah. Okay. Now, I guarantee a lot of other people are not going to ship them a book. 
But if you find 10 podcasters you like and you ship them a book, there's a chance that they're going to invite you on their podcast. Oh, yeah. If I want to get on podcast, for sure. No. And let's be real clear and honest. Even if somebody never opens the book, the fact that you have a book, that gives you even more leverage than if you didn't. Period. 100%. It's an asset. Yeah. Total asset. And you talk about the cash flow quadrant. Invest in assets. By doing podcasts, this is an asset. This will live on forever. No matter what, this will be out there. Mm -hmm. So you can use this as a resource. You talked about something I wanted to touch on. It's an asset because you can multi-purpose the content in there. Yep. You can take a chapter and put it into an automatic email blast. <laughs> hey guys, as you know, at Built to Grow, we're all about systems and scalability. And that's why I want to tell you about one of our sponsors, Semi-Private Pro. Several years ago, I was in our gym looking around and I noticed our coaches were staring at their clipboards, struggling to stay one step ahead of the clients. And I thought, gosh, there has to be a better way. So I tasked Zach, our fitness director, and I said, dude, we got to find a software that would enhance our clients' training experience and increase our coaches' levels of engagement. See, we're all about client experience here. After countless demos, we realized there was literally nothing designed for our training model. So we set on a mission and I said, look, we got to create an app that is designed specifically for semi-private training. And I can tell you guys this firsthand, this is taking our training to new heights and I'm confident it can do the same thing for you. See, with Semi-Private Pro, you can streamline your training system, enhance client engagement and scale like never before without spending hours on programming. To learn more about how you can get started with Semi-Private Pro, head on over to special link here, semiprivatepro.com slash BTG, that's built to grow. So just head on over real quick to semiprivatepro.com slash BTG to check out a demo for yourself. Matt, well, let's be honest. The first 12 episodes of this podcast were the 12 chapters. There you go. And so you can build courses, podcasts based off of the book. Yeah. That, well, we did it. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, you listen to me. That's good. <laughs> yeah, I like it. You don't have to tell us. So this is a little different than most of the podcasts we do. We're actually highlighting the fact that Mike happens to be in town and he wrote my book and how you can do it too. But as a gym owner, I'm thinking now, why don't I have a book for the gym too? So that might be next on my list. But for anybody that's listening, like think about this, having a book with your logo on it, your face on it, and you just get it out to as many people as possible. What if you just drop shipped it to everybody in your radius? I mean, it might be expensive, but all of a sudden a book shows up in their mailbox. Don't you think that would move the needle a little bit? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. yeah. It just showed up in the, you know, and you wrote a little note. Hey, you know, I'm in the area, whatever. I'm Jim down the street. I'd love for you to have my book. And next time you're thinking about working out somewhere, I'd love for you to, to think about us. Well, even use it more of a magnet where come in, I'll give you a free book. Or that. Come in, get them in the door. So as a gym owner, I would use it in that fashion. Hey, anybody in this zip code, here's maybe, you can do email blasts. I don't know how many people do like just buy lists for emails and whatnot for mm. But well, you should be building your own email list. Let's we could still use the same, yeah, same, you know, same purpose, but a, a much more effective way about doing it. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. Build that email list, sure. And then you just e- you can email a PDF version of it. So the paperback could be costly if you want to save some money. And a lot of people do this; they just send the the PDF version send as an email. Hey, read the maybe it's an intro, chapter one, chapter two, and chapter three. But the full book, come in and we'll give it to you. Yeah, that's great, great, nice. great play. I mean, these are things that are just different. I mean, if you want to win, you got to be different. And we had this podcast just, what, two episodes ago about you get in business to be different, to kind of run your own business. Then you look around at what everybody else is doing, you copy them. Like, this is the opposite. (laughs) You should be doing something like, think about how different this is. So how do people get a hold of you? 
So you can go to dreamstarterspublishing.com. That's where all the details about how to bring your story to life in a book and all of our, our, our process. Uh, that's there. And then if you ever just want to get a free book, go to istarterfromzero.com. We do the exact same thing. Most of my clients are entrepreneurs who have their own brand like gym owners, mm -hmm. or they are in network marketing, or they're in real estate. Many of the most successful have all three. They invest in real estate. They're part of these mastermind groups, network marketing, and they have their own brand somewhere like the gym owners. Sweet. Smart. Very smart. That's a good way to do it. Well, let's talk about more stuff because this is juicy. This I is like juicy. It. Yeah, hit me up with some good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> you were a copywriter first, right? Is that right? You did some copywriting. Well, I did the right, yes, for years. For about two years, I did the writing. So you would actually do the interviews and turn around and write the book? I would do the writing, yeah. Ouch. So that was the tough part. I couldn't scale. I mm. couldn't grow. I mean, even right now, it's tough because you got to find good writers that you can trust. And the ones I know that when I give someone, you work with a multimillionaire who just got off a jet and they're doing an interview, you want to give it to some writer who knows what the heck they're talking about. So I, that's why I keep it at, to five writers. I can manage that. Yeah. But I did all the writing and I would interview people, hear their stories. And this is amazing because I got to figure out how to get paid for people to teach me what they know. That's a nice benefit. So I did the writing and I was always a great blog writer, but I was never a great book writer, but I did so many of them. And now when I do the interviews, I know if I have enough content, because if I have enough content during a chapter, I know the writers who are much better than me at it can actually pull even more. Okay. So let's take this from the gym owner standpoint. If I'm a gym owner and I want to write a book, and the first thought that comes into my head is I need to teach them about working out, or I need to teach them about nutrition, or I need to teach them about... but. That's not really what this book is about, right? Oh. So that that's where people are going to be hung up. It's like, and that was how I was hung up at first. Like, if I teach the the principles of marketing, it's going to change in two years anyway. Like, it's not. I mean, the principles won't, but like the strategies and tactics. So I couldn't go that route. And you forced me more into the stories on how I came up and how I became a gym and what I learned, the lessons. Mm -hmm. How does a gym owner turn that around and do it for a book for themselves without teaching kettlebell swings in the book? Okay. Great question. I get this a lot because people think like, oh, I need to write about, oh, you do 10 pushups every day. No, that's not what people want to read. Yeah, They might want to get that coaching from you eventually, but you want to have something that's deeper than that. As a gym, you're really not just about the fitness. I think you're about a, just a better lifestyle, feeling better, all that. So you could spin it in the direction of motivational based, a better life based, mm -hmm. or how to do something that you're proud of based. Then you combine that that's branding where you take all these great feeling. The emotional side of it. Yeah. These pieces of people's lives and you combine that with your gym. So your gym is now connected to a better life, more motivation, a spiritual side. Yeah. Having success in your career and finances and relationship, whatever you're really proud to share, combine that with something that, that people all want to know and then tie it back to your brand. Interesting. Okay. So that's why like Built to Grow is not just about... Yeah, like you said, like eating healthy, even though there are pieces of like that type of stuff in the book, you're more about, I think, the mindset and where you came from and all that. And that's how you're able to combine sure, that with your sure, book. Sure, sure. Okay, cool. So gym owners, if you're listening, I mean, think about this as just a different angle. And again, like you said, it's an asset. It lives on forever. Forever. Yeah, it's a, it's a great way. I mean, it's a different way. What are your thoughts, Randy, about trying to leverage that? I mean, well, because I that's mean, the question that's going to come yeah, up. Yeah, the like, biggest thing- What do I write about? It's not, like you said, it is kind of a guide, but at the same way, it's not like step-by-step Hey, step one, swing a kettlebell. Step no. two, 
oh, those are the logical things that you fill the gaps with. But in order to do that and to relate with the reader, you need to paint the picture. You need to sell the story, right? We're talking about the irresistible offer lately. Mm -hmm. And it reminds me of like, sell the sizzle, not yes. the steak. Well done. Right? So the steak is the logical aspect. That's what the client's getting and they're going to receive in the end. But in order to deliver that steak, you need to sell the sizzle. You need to give somebody something that's going to emotionally connect with them to bridge the gap between the logical of the steak being the answer or fitness being the answer by painting this picture, telling the story, explaining who it is. For the gym owner, you're the same reason that we suggest putting your face on the videos and your marketing material. You're the person that these people need to connect with. The, you can't artificially create that relationship, but you can extend something into your marketplace and actually start that relationship long before they walk into your door. Yeah, and that's really what this is doing. What you just said there is, I'm glad you brought that up because it really comes down to, what do you say throughout your day to people? What do they ask you about? That has nothing to do with like your, maybe your business, but you share over and over and over mm -hmm. that people are excited to hear about. Think about that and then put that in the book because that's already proven that that's what they want to hear I know about. They're, they're, like going through the process when Tim was going to get the book out there mm -hmm. and stuff, you had a lot of resistance around the story. Hey, Tim Lance here, and I just want to give a quick shout out to everyone out there surviving the day-to-day -day chaos of the fitness business. You know, you're showing up every day and you got people counting on you. I know it's not easy, but you're doing it, so keep on going. But listen, if you feel like it's getting to be too much and you wanted to get some support so you can get out of the struggle and get to, into real growth, then I highly recommend that you check out our eight-week ProFit Business Accelerator program at winninggym.com slash grow. Go check it out, sign up, and let's get you on track for some easy wins and get back to growth mode. All right, once again, the link is winninggym.com slash grow. And now back to the show. A lot of people have these big started from the bottom or oh, triumphs yes, yes. from tragedy to triumph type stories. And he's like, how the hell do all these people have all these like ridiculous things to write about, man? People's no. lives really that rough. Yeah, yeah. The, the, you know, like <laughs> rags to riches. Yeah, rags to riches, exactly. It's I like, go, you know, I came off the crack corner. I was, uh, <laughs> all right, Jay-Z, like what the hell? But I think having somebody in that process, right, where it's not you having to come up with and like figure out really the lows in life. Everybody has, lessons. yeah, exactly. Oh. Everybody has adversity. We all have different lessons throughout life that, that taught us something. Yeah, the interview process, I think, is a great way for, for you probably help pulling those things out and digging a little bit deeper into the story as opposed to just like, yeah, you know, like, I don't know, I flunked out of sixth grade or like, <laughs> like you know what I mean? Like you can articulate the message and what you got out of it a little bit more. Do you ever see that that British, I think he's a British guy that does the memes of how to become an entrepreneur. Step one oh, about, God, about, yeah. about creating the, have a terrible story. Have a terrible story. Oh, yeah. And yeah if you yeah. don't have a terrible story, make it make sound. It up. Make it up. <laughs> he goes like, maybe your parents got divorced. And then the story goes like, well, I lived in a hostile environment. <laughs> and my doctor told me that I needed to get out of this hostile environment. So I was able to do that. And that was my way to come out. The funny thing, I mean, we laugh about it. But at the end of the day, one, that's a great writer. It's somebody who can paint a visual picture and put you into like the extreme of the situation. It's the same story on paper, but how you read it are entirely different. And I like it because it relates to marketing a lot. Marketing is not selling. Marketing is painting the picture. Selling oh. is the logistical side of it. So if you can't paint a picture and draw somebody in with the oh, emotional yeah. response yeah. of like why it resonates with them, oh, that's yeah. what we're trying to do with this stuff. Yeah. Yeah, is that's create that connection, that feeling, create that emotional. Feeling. Emotional, people buy off of emotions. So you make sure that you are not just, what is it, story sell, uh, facts tell mm -hmm. basically. So 
that story side of you is way more important than you can actually even imagine. Yeah, yeah. And so I tell people all the time, and I guess this will wrap up the question here, but you reverse engineer where you're going five years from now, a year from now. How do you want to make your money? Reverse engineer back to where you're at now and say, okay, this is a stepping stone to get me there. It could be a grandfather teaching you something in third grade, this lesson, always stay loyal to the family or something. Sure. That made you who you are, right? That's yeah, now you're an you Italian are. pizza franchise over here, right? Hey. Like that's the that's the one <laughs> thing, right? Grandpa's story. <laughs> yeah. Right. If you look at it, look, restaurants are a great place. Being from Chicago, for some reason, it's just dawned on me, like that family heritage stuff. You walk into a Lou Malnati's out here now, yeah. right? We got a Chicago pizza franchise here in the desert. And when you walk in, the whole place is painted with family photos and things awesome. like that. So it's telling a story. That's got nothing to do with pizza. Right. Right. Not a damn that's thing. That's why people are connected but to people, it. But people, you feel like you're part of the family, right? And that's, especially with Italian food. I mean, that's the way that they do things, yeah. man. But it's awesome. It, it kind of, yeah, it kind of paints that same idea. Maybe you want to go to Luma? Luma yeah. Can we, can we get some of that delivered right now? <laughs> Let's like, go. Jeez, that's a great detail. promo What's the right last there. Name? Malinati's? Malinati's. Malinati's. Lou, Lou, it's Lou Malinati's, yeah. Lou Malinati's. There's a plug if you guys are yeah. there. you go, Lou's. <laughs> I drive by it all the time. Over Which, there on Mayo. Mayo? Yeah. Yeah. It's just like one block south of where How's it, it should be for me. How's it ranked? Do the, bar, my, so do the back, Barstool being, Sports being, Pizza yeah. ranking on it. Barstool. Being from Chicago, that was my favorite like local being in Chicago pizza. So really? the fact that it's here now. Is it as good? I mean, as good as I can expect being in the desert. I'll tell you what though, For I've been here 10 years. Yeah. Knowing the struggles of opening a good Chicago pizza place in the desert, like the dough, the water, all of that is different because of the heat, the, the dryness, dryness wow. all of that was affected. So, 8.5, yeah. everyone knows the rules. One yeah. bite. <laughs> one bite, one bite. <laughs> 8.5, yeah. That's a rookie number, Steve Austin. He ranked it a seven that straight. That was like, no, that was a, that's a rookie Yeah, you got to have a, you got to decimal. The, the Steve Austin one I saw, yeah, that was a good one. Just the other day, so he good. smashes the beers. Yeah. He caught them though. He did catch them. <laughs> oh my gosh. So good. So good. So I'll, I'll actually be in Pennsylvania and Pittsburgh in October the, after our our event here, I fly out for another event out there. So maybe I'll swing by. Nice. What's the event? STS event, the mastermind that I'm in, one of them. Wow. Okay. Yeah, a bunch of gym owners out there. Let's think of being Bethlehem? No, this is in Pittsburgh. In Pittsburgh. Yeah. Nice. We were in Bethlehem another time. Yeah, before, yeah. yeah. Wow. Which segue, guys, if you haven't registered for our event, the we're actually, we have a name for it, by the way. Yeah. It's the, uh, the Fit Pro Growth Summit here at October 18th and 19th here in Scottsdale. You go to winninggym.com slash Scottsdale. Go get registered. We are filling up quick. We got the list of names. It's growing day by day. Had a couple more sign up over the weekend. Just a great event. If you're a gym owner doing 400K or more in your business, this is the event you want to be at because the conversations that happen in that kind of environment are just a little bit different than the ones that, you know, from zero to six figure style meetings and seminars. So we're, again, we're calling it the growth summit. It's really to become from good to great. These are already good gym owners in there. Some guys that have 15, 20 locations. I've got a guy coming in. Actually, he'll be on the podcast during that. He's scaled up to 20 locations and, and sold them all in one chunk. How awesome is that? Now he can yeah. do whatever he wants with his time. Uh, he did keep one though. So he's just, as a hobby, he's keeping that one around. Credibility, yeah. social proof. You're yeah, still, still in cool. the trenches, which is awesome. He could write a book, I bet. <laughs> Call me. <laughs> <laughs> so do I get my affiliate link? <laughs> yeah, yeah, where do I put that? Where do I put that? That'll be in the show notes. In the show yeah. notes, yeah. Affiliate links. You know how this game works. Question for you now. Yep. This book, do you believe it has made you more known, more of a more famous, I guess you could say? I think so. Oh, without a doubt. I think so. Again, Tim Senior, who was in the business a couple of years ago, he's kind of the old school. And I don't know if books are considered old school, maybe with audiobooks and stuff today, but it's just a leveraging piece. Mm -hmm. You are now the expert with your name on the cover. And we have absolutely gotten clients that did not know who I was, read the book, reached out, 
and became clients. Yeah. I mean, I could vouch. I mean, yeah. I, take a, I take a lot of those initial calls with interested participants and stuff. And the book is one of the most common mentioned. Yeah. You know, and first, it's just, first it's, introduction. It's who I am. This is my story. So if you resonate with this story, great. Go to timlyonsbook.com, read it. And if you resonate, obviously you'll reach out. But if not, you're going to learn some stuff from it. Right. So you, you are unveiling who you are. I mean, that's authenticity is attractive in itself. Yeah. And anybody out there who's looking to write a book, they are going to feel probably a little bit scared of maybe sharing some stuff that nobody's ever known before. Mm-hmm. And for the first time, they're putting it out there and being judged. And that's a scary part. But guess what? That's where people see you as a person. That yeah vulnerability, that could lead to a lot of tension. It is very tough to tell your story because there's highs and lows in that book. I mean, we were about to close the doors and I've told the story in the podcast now, but I didn't really ever tell that story to only just to the close circle. So once I got it out there, it got, it kind of got off my chest. Like, yeah, we were going, we were going to fail really quick. Like within six months of the business being open, I just had the wrong model. Well, let's talk about that too. I mean, the vulnerability and the lows, right? We live in a world of instant gratification, social media, garbage, right? Nobody's sharing the shit. The shit. The yeah. Lambos. They're yeah, sharing yeah the Lambos. they're sure as hell are <laughs> posting the pictures of the Lamborghinis with the brand new watches. Yeah. But nobody shares those lows. And if you truly want to know what somebody is like, right, and get to understand what makes them tick, look at what they did when they were in one of those lows, how the hell they got out of it, what the actions they took, how did they grab them life by the balls? Did they pull up their pants and just move on? Or did they let that environment dictate who they became and in a world especially where entrepreneurs are either networking linking or if you're a business owner looking to work with another business owner those are the moments that really define Mm -hmm. the individual and how they're going to operate their business as well well if i'm a big cardone fan i think you are too sure oh yeah grant cardone always talks about how his dad died i think he was 14 years old i believe that's the age but he brings that up for a reason every time to show others that he did this on his own now He's been trained by the best. And I look, I, t- I say this all the time. I might've asked you this question. Who are your heroes either now or growing up? Watch what they're doing or watch what they did and follow along. Because what happens is if you find out that they went through something like what you went through, all of a sudden you're just like, I don't know what they're saying, but I can just associate with them more. And I'm part of that tribe. And I think for gym owners, they need to build their own tribe. Think about their heroes. Think about who they're trying to be. Mimic them. My heroes are authors. They they create businesses. So that's what I did. I was just that's why I talk talk about chasing your hero. Do what your heroes did because that's why you pay attention to them. That's why they inspire you. Follow along. Learn as much as you can about them, including their lows. Sure. And and figure out how they got out over them. Yeah, great. I mean, think about you and your local market and all the competitors you have as gym owner. What if you're the one that has the book? All of a sudden, you're seen as the expert in your market. You already automatically beat them. Walk into local franchise that I work out at, Mm -hmm. and sure as hell, he's got a book now. Does he? Yeah, about how he became one of the biggest fitness brands here in Arizona. Yeah, simply because and it works right. And he's telling his story like you wouldn't think about the average individual walking into his gym thinking that that's something that they want to read, but yet. I'm sure they're flying off the shelf because they walk in the brand. You know, they're walking into the brand. Yeah, what's funny, I mean, that brand, I remember their first location. I I was a member of it when I was right next to my high school growing up, you know, and I went in there and it was smaller than this space and it was dirty and it had a boxing ring. I mean, they don't think about how different that That brand brand is is today. It's like a global, I mean, it's not global, but it's a a regional big box gym with tens of thousands of clients. Yeah. What about even, I know we're talking about clients, but what about your team? What about maybe people who want to invest in your business or franchisee owners, whatever? 
don't they want to know as much as they can about you? Sure. So whether it's your team members, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I don't know how many of your employees or people you work with or you know, they read your book and are like, damn, I like working for this guy yeah. or working with yeah. this guy because yeah. of what he went through. So even maybe you just look on the side of like your inner circle for you to put it out there. It's important for them to know who you really are. And yeah. so they maybe will work harder or care more about the brand that you're they're helping build. Yeah, it's very cool. Yeah, And as an entrepreneur, you never know where your next opportunity is coming from. I remember sitting at the front desk, like we had no desire or intention of being in the digital marketing marketing realm. Mm-hmm. Like it, it was an opportunity that presented itself. Wow. Yeah. And at, if you were closed minded and we decided, hey, like we're not going to go help these guys that really, truly needed it, we could have said no. Yeah, this wouldn't even be here There's, today. None of this would, yeah, it would yeah. be a thing. But you said yes. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we literally were doing the lead generation stuff for Tim's facility, helped a couple of gym owners and what, what, 36 clients by the end of the first month? Yeah, it was, we scaled so fast. So Zero to seven figures in nine months. Oh my God. Almost on the brink of disaster. What, us? You, in the very beginning, you said. Oh, the two different businesses. Yeah, that the, was the, the gym. gym. Th- that was the gym. Okay. And this is Profit. Talking oh, about Profit, it, yeah. It. Totally different. Yeah. The gym was in shambles in the beginning. We didn't know. I had the wrong consultant. I had everything. I mean, I did everything that I thought I was supposed to do, but it was just a bad decision, the way we had the model. So we switched it up. That's all in the book, by the way, the whole story. So you can listen, you can read about how it went from about to close to here we are today. Zero to seven figures. That should have been the title. Nah. That's a a very marketable title. It's overdone. Overdone. (laughs) The rags to riches. There you go. We found it. (laughs) Ooh, zero to seven figures. So I think we've hammered home the benefits of having a book. They know how to get a hold of you. We'll plug it again here at the end. Gym owners, I think this is something to try. I mean, it's not a huge investment. It's not the cheapest thing, but it's something that I'd like to do for the gym just to see. But at the end of the day, they'll have a book out there. I could put it out in the marketplace. Yeah, give somebody a book when they come in. I mean, think about the connection. They actually read it, the connection of that prospect that reads that book, or even when they sign up to be a member, you can tell your story. Now they're really locked in. The Luminati's, the story of the family, it's the same thing. And we're in this business to connect with people. We're local. We're There's not a lot of people listening to this podcast that are like global. So, you know, sure. like you've got your local market locked down. Leverage the hell out of that because that's going to help you grow your business over time. It's relationships. It really yeah, comes 100%. down to relationships. And they, especially, I mean, obviously, I can't tell you how many times I've read it, but you get to know somebody in, obviously, Tim and I have been really close for years, but there are things in here that I didn't know. Yeah. And I was with him through some of it. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> we important. were around for some of it, yeah. but to hear it and to be able to can elaborate and expand on that relationship it from somebody who has a zero relationship prior that's invaluable like yeah. the amount of somebody can know you by the end of this book oh yeah is incredible yeah that's what you're talking about it's kind of along the lines of for a gym owner to grow a business i'm sure you get a lot of questions what should i do do i do a podcast do i do videos do i do promos do i get a publicist the answer really is do all of it yeah. but mm-hmm. yes. in a strategic manner so where does it begin in my eyes and what i've seen most you know, throughout this whole business and my entrepreneurial journey, it all really does start with a book. Napoleon Hill, one of my favorite authors, was a nobody until he wrote a book. And that changed his life. A rich dad, poor dad, Robert Kiyosaki was a millionaire, but nobody really knew about him until he wrote a book. So the book is the fire starter 
to the podcast, to the interviews, to the publicist, to much it's, grander things. It's the tipping point. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Well, Very cool. Little Malcolm Gladwell. Malcolm Gladwell. <laughs> Very nice. I'm a big, I, we both have Philly pretty links. extensive li- libraries. So yeah. <laughs> Affiliate so. links. Yeah. Affiliate links. Yeah. Did you guys read Outwitting the Devil, by the way? No. I haven't yet. No. Oh, I just read that on the way here. Uh, well, audiobooks. Sorry. Audiobook. Yep. But they talk about drifters and people who I talk to, hey, I want to write a book. I've been thinking about it for five, 10 years. You're drifting, man. No matter what, if you're thinking about it, take action, whether you're going to write on your own, you hire someone, you hire me, it doesn't matter. Just get it done. Done is better than perfect. Perfect is subjective. That if you spent 25 years on this book, it probably could be a more elaborate book, (laughs) maybe thousand pages. That's not going to sell. That's not going to (laughs) market. Nobody wants to read a thousand pages. It probably will be more in depth. doesn't matter. Get it done because guess what? The next book that you talk about, the next chapter, more interesting, more elaborate because it is like a first date. When they get the book and whether they're just coming to your business or not, they get to know you for the, on, on a, a very basic level. And then over time, they really maybe fall in love over and over and over with your business and your brand. So it's that starting point. It's, you know, and that leads to greater things. Beautiful. Very cool. All right, cool. So let's, uh, let's wrap that up. How do they get a hold of you again if they want to get started? Uh, I love Instagram. I don't know how many people love Instagram on here, but mm-hmm. at the dream start on Instagram, or you can go to dreamstarterspublishing.com. And there's actually buttons on that page to get a free book. Sweet. Nice. We'll put it, I'll put it in the show notes as well. Show notes. Awesome. All right, guys. That's it for this episode. Gym owners, talk about getting a book. Here's Mike Fallett, the guy, that, the guy that's going to do it for you. So uh, last closing notes, if you want to pick up my book, timlyonsbook.com, and the event is we're selling out. So it's winninggym.com slash Scottsdale. Go check that out. Until next time, guys, keep changing lives. We'll see you. Bye. Hey, thanks so much for listening to the Built to Grow podcast where we help gym owners win. Now, do you have any questions that you'd like us to answer raw and uncut on the podcast? All you got to do is three simple things. Number one, head over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a rating and review. Number two, in that review, go ahead and leave us a question on anything you want us to answer. And number three, if you'd like us to give you a shout out, just go ahead and leave your handle right there in the review and we'll make sure to do that on the next episode. That's all. All you got to do then is then listen to hear your questions answered live, raw, and uncut. Join us next time on the Built to Grow podcast. Keep building something great. Bye.